Thank you for downloading this free podcast. And also want to take a second to remind you to pick up your copy of Nightmare at Nibbler's. Of course, it's the real life ghost investigation of Greg Nibbler's house available now for your forever copy at funemploymentradio.com slash store. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You cannot keep going around calling yourself a supreme champion. But that's what it called me. I mean, how <laughs> can I be anything but what it, it you declared were, me to be? Okay, for one, that was very <laughs> subjective. It's not what you're claiming it, it to be. It was not subjective. Also, it was many, many times. Well, no, it wasn't many times. I'm going to say... I'm pretty sure the button was stuck on my side. It was not. So I will. I would say we'd have to petition the Retro Gaming Expo, have somebody examine the machine to fully verify it. Otherwise, I think we're just going to have to call it a draw. I think that we could probably find somebody who worked at said festival to try and uh, see Hello. if the button was stuck. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Exilin. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, so wherever Podcasts can be found at thank you for finding us. All right. Thank you, everyone. Yes, for tuning in. We've got a fantastic show lined up because joining us here in just a little bit, first time. First time. On, and on we've known her for Radio, years now. Is uh, Joanne Schinderly. So local comedian, amazing uh, person. Joanne Schinderly is going to be joining us, talking about her show, which is coming up this Sunday. And then I know from what I've read, she just got back from like New Orleans and Denver and like all over the place and doing fancy in, festivals. She was at All Jane this past All weekend. Jane this past yeah. weekend. Yeah. So Joanne's going to be joining us here in just a little bit. Um, and we've got a bunch of other stuff. I do have, I do have something else. I do. I want to bring up, and I, I hate that this is becoming a regular thing. Okay. Um. But I don't know what is going on with my head right now, and I have... I know. You're crazy. I the had, older you get, the crazier you get. Well, I don't know what it is, because I've had the weirdest dreams. Okay, we talked about my dreams over the last couple of weeks, where one, I dreamt I was Snoop Dogg's neighbor, but he wouldn't invite me over to his parties. That was my dream. That's how depressing that dream was. I was neighbors with Snoop Dogg, but when I came to the door to say hello to him, he would walk away from the door and wouldn't answer it and pretend he wasn't home. I just remembered last night I dreamt, and I don't have anything else to contribute to this except for I dreamt I was in the Navy working on a cruise ship. Oh, okay. All right. That was mine. Not as compelling as the Snoop Dogg thing, however. Well, I'm just saying there, there's, there's things going on here and then I also had the dream about the uh, pregnant monster ladies, and I still don't understand that one. That was just the notes that I made. I do remember some of last night, the fake so I want to bring it up. Monster ladies. Uh, yes, they were fake pregnant monster ladies. That's mm-hmm. what it was. I want to bring this up just to the crowd again, just so that maybe uh, to, to the people listening to maybe help uh, explain what's going on with my head. However, let's let's talk about this first here. I would love to talk about this first. There was the Portland <laughs> Retro Gaming Expo, which happened this last weekend here in town. And we had art from Ground Control in last week to talk about it. And Sarah and I both went to it on Saturday. It was it was amazing. It, it was, was a lot of fun. I don't know what I was expecting, but it was like so... It was more than I expected. I mean, it's it's a convention for video game mm. fans, and especially old school video games. Hence the retro part of it. Anything video game. And, and so they had like old school Nintendo games. We ended up playing the Oregon Trail game, which was there. Sarah found that and played the Oregon, the Oregon Trail game. It took me forever to find the Oregon Trail game too, and then I realized after I played it that I'm just as terrible as I was when I played it in fifth grade. Oh really? Oh yeah. 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 No, I didn't die of dysentery. However, my oxen did die fairly quickly, and I believe I broke my baby's leg. 
Wow. Yeah. You're a terrible person. And that was all within like three minutes. You broke a baby's leg within three minutes. I think they kept saying like, Sam is sick. Sam isn't feeling well. Sam broke his leg. And I'm like, is Sam my husband? Or I guess I'm, am I the, am I the guy in this? I don't is know. like, is Sam a, a baby? Is Sam the name of one of the ox? Like they don't tell you. Like, I don't think it's the name of one of the ox. You don't name the ox. Okay, the, the oxen. oxen. Yeah. No, because they kept saying, like, Sam broke his leg. And mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn it, Sam. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't sorry. know what was wrong with Sam, but they don't ever tell you, like, you need to have a little bit of a connection. And if they're uh-huh. just saying Sam, I didn't know who that was. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about he that. He suffered quite a few ailments. I tried to- uh, I to, would not trust you to lead a wagon train. I, I will say that. I tried to ford a river. Is that how you say it? Ford? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, get my, because it was only like 3.7 feet deep in the middle of it. And I'm like, cool. My oxen will be able to carry all of my stuff and my family. Uh, no, my oxen drown. And then I lost like all of my supplies. And, I don't like, think you'd handle being on the Oregon Trail. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I think that if the times were now where you'd have to go on the Oregon Trail, I don't think you'd do it. I think you would have stayed, stayed back east. I would have, if, if I had to have traveled, I would have traveled. I wouldn't desire to live in a wagon and get dysentery, but if I had to for a better life, then I would. I also think you would be the first person, like, say it was the Donner Party type of to situation. Eat somebody? Yeah. Yeah. You would probably, I think, I'm of anybody I know. I'm with meat, though. I mean, you know me. Like, I'll get up, like, I'll have one you, bad piece of chicken and I won't eat chicken for like a year. <laughs> but you also, when you get hungry, you're hungry. And then you get, you have that. I hate using this term, but it is does adequately describe the hangry thing. You've got that going. And I think you would be the first person to be like, you know what, guys? All right. I'm sorry about the rest of us that oh. didn't make it. We're here right now. I'm starving. And we don't have any snacks. That person's right over there. It's frozen. Who's going first? I don't I'm think in. that I could eat a person. I think you would. I think you'd I be the first person. I don't think that I could. I mean, I, I, can, I can't even eat eggs that aren't uh, scrambled. Like, I, I need to have... I think, though, a half a day. I think it would take you a half a day of no, not having lunch. I would eat, like, leaves no, or something. You would have, I don't think I could eat a human. You would have, no, you don't have the option of leaves. There would be, like, no, there's no other food. There is vegetation. You would have... I could eat leaves and You wake up, you, you don't have any coffee. You don't have any snacks or morning food. There's no mac and cheese. You go through lunch. I say by 2 p.m., you're, you're eating people. I think you would be in. I think you'd be the one. I don't think that I could. I don't think that I could. I don't think I could do the texture. I can't do specific meats. Like, I, I am a carnivore, but I can't, like, certain textures of. Oh, I don't think I could do it. I think I'd starve. I'd starve. I don't think, no way. I would totally starve. <sighs> I don't see it. No. I see you as surviving in that. You would, you would adapt. So you're saying you see me as a survivor. Uh, in that situation, I see you as being in the first one to- In what situation? To where like, there's nothing else to eat but an, a dead person? Yeah, and I I'd think you lead them? the charge. Do you, you lead would the you eat a dead person? Well, I mean, you know, I don't like to think about that. I, I, would, I would last a lot longer, I think. I mean, I can't- Who knows what Why someone would do? Why would you last do? longer? Because you'd eat more dead people? No, I would last longer. I would hold out longer than you would. I think you'd be the first. No, you wouldn't. You get so spacey if you don't eat, and then you get all like discombobulated, and you'd probably like fall off the wagon and get trampled by the oxen or something. Well, that may happen. I may not make it to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you wouldn't make it to the point where people were dying. Well, that's, that's possible. Yeah, I could. Okay, that you maybe. You would try happen. to like help the oxen I don't get think across that would the river, and you'd totally drown along. No, with them. I, that wouldn't happen to me. I would be the most likely one to get sick. That's what would happen. I would oh, be the dysentery guy. Yeah. Yeah, I would be the dysentery You're guy. Totally dysentery yeah, guy. Yeah, totally. That would that would absolutely happen to me. Oh, because like Greg, I'd be is, strong. I'd be fine. I'd survive all the physical strong. labor. You're not strong. You are the opposite of strong. strong. You're sickly. I am a strong person. You are. Except you're the sickly boy named. You're a strong person, except for when you're sick, which is a lot, by the way. 
Well, it happens. Greg always gets a case of the sniffles or the or some sort of weird flu gets him. Well, that's because I don't sleep, and I'll explain some more of that here in a minute. Anyway, the Portland Retro Gaming Festival played the Oregon Trail game, and then also, um, okay, I, w- I want to make one note because it was what? a lot of fun. People were selling their games there. I think my Nintendo games are worth a lot more than I oh thought. My God, there this was is a what guy. I heard. All day on there Saturday. Was, there was a guy selling Contra, the oh Nintendo God. from the original Nintendo series. He was selling just the Contra video game. The front of it was like rubbed off. You could hardly even read what it was. I mean, I knew what it was. And he was selling it for $25. Now, I can't say whether or not he sold it, but the fact that it was for sale for 25 bucks, my Contra at home, much more mint condition than that. I'm uh, considering offering it for 50 If people will pay it. I mean, oh I could be God. sitting on a gold mine here. You're not sitting on a gold mine. God, do you know how many times like we just there'd be a lull in the conversation and Greg would be like, and he's selling Contra for $25? And I it did, isn't even in as good a condition as my Contra. I did kind of get stuck on that. You did. It was a loop. It I, was a loop. Like every five minutes, Greg got on the Contra loop. I did get stuck on it. I mean, just the idea of it. And then I've got all these other games. So anyway, that was one thing. There were a lot of uh, a lot of really amazing booths and, and different different uh, people showing off different things there. But they did have the arcade. And we'll talk about that. They they also had the Tetris World Championship qualifiers. Oh, my God. It was on. like the wizard. But well, it was pretty nerdy, but not as nerdy as the wizard. Well, the wizard's kind of cool. Yeah, the wizard is where they have the power glove. The wizard's where they have the power glove, where yeah. it's basically like the big Nintendo championships, where they have to play, where they play Super Mario Brothers 3. Uh, that was the unveiling of that, I believe. I, I don't remember, to be honest. I don't remember I, for sure. I remember it was Super okay. Mario Brothers. All right, 3. you're going to pretend like you don't remember, but even Well, I mean, I'm pretty, now that I'm thinking about it, yes, because I remember it was the big reveal. Cause okay. Because like, Super Mario Brothers 2 existed, and then it was like the. Okay, all right. Yes, it was a big deal at the time. Yes. At the time. For so sure. I was wearing an onion on my belt. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they had they had that going on. That was they're, they're filming a movie about it. I've got to say, and I've said this before, Tetris, it's all right. You know, it's it's neat. I mean, they they play very fast for since they're you know world championship qualifiers. They, are, they were so fast. I didn't even have like time to think before they were like rotating the blocks and getting them into their little segments. Yeah. See that game though, it just gets it just gets boring to me. Oh, I like it. I like making patterns. Yeah. Yeah, I it I I find it calming. I'll I'll play it for a while. Ooh. Just I don't think I would ever be able to play good enough to be to be a world champion. Well, we qualifier. didn't play any Tetris, but what we did play was a super fun like fighter game thing. <laughs> we played Killer Instinct. Is that, that is what it was called? called? Yes, that Killer is the name Instinct. Of the game. So it's it's kind of like a Mortal Kombat type of game. And Sarah does not play video games very much. I haven't played one in the arcade, a fighting game, in a while. The only game I've played in like the past 10 years is the Simpsons arcade game that we played a couple weeks ago at Ground Well, anyway, we fought each other. There was clearly something wrong with the buttons on my side because Sarah went a couple of matches. And anyway, it was fun. There was nothing wrong with the buttons. Greg actually changed his character, so we were playing, what, Killer Instinct? Mm-hmm. And so you both did it. And so I do the best technique for a fighting game, which is just mashing all the buttons at one time and try and hope for the best, uh, which usually works out. And lo and behold, it totally worked out. And I beat Greg's ass to the point where it said at the end, "You have flashy lights. You are the supreme champion." And then Greg stopped being nice to me. I didn't stop being. I'm just saying. Do you know how never-ending your taunting would have been if you got Supreme Champion? No, just because that's You'd how it should have been. You'd probably make yourself like a t-shirt that said Supreme Champion. You know, so he kept saying like, oh, well, this character is, is, is weaker. And so he changed his character like four <laughs> times. Four different times. And every time I beat him with his different character. Well, I'm just saying I think there was something wrong with the There's, left side. I'm, we didn't ever switch sides. Don't so that's be disrespectful to the, to the convention. Greg. I'm not being disrespectful. You're saying that their machine isn't up to par? 
I'm no, I'm just saying I don't know for sure. I'd have to have it checked out to be by one of your sure. guys. Yeah, uh-huh. we'd have to have an independent party take a look uh-huh. at it. I'll say this: you played well. You did well. I did. I murdered you like ten times. Well, I wouldn't say necessarily that many. <laughs> it did call it, that was rather insulting when it called you a supreme champion, though. That was that was a little bit a little bit too far. I think the video game was going a little bit too far with that, and uh, adding a little. Uh, fuel to that flame so anyway what yes, when they called me superior well. <laughs> you did well it was fun it was a fun it was a fun time all right uh, i know we're I, okay i want to i want to talk about this dream here it's really monday quick. we're bouncing around okay That's okay i want right, to get so we're going I back, get back to the dream we're going back to the dream portland retro the gaming superior, festival was yes. was fun the superior champion says that uh <laughs> it's all right for you to now talk about your dream it's being asked how many times did greg rage quit i didn't quit i was confused and frustrated about why this was happening because clearly every I time assume... he changed he like changed it till it's like he's like oh well this guy looks awesome he's like a fire guy and then i would kick the <laughs> shit out of the fire guy and they'd be like oh this guy's a giant robot and then i'd beat the shit out of the robot <laughs> it was every time and then finally greg's like i don't want to play anymore and there's some weird girl behind us just kind of standing there glaring we're like okay i guess it's your turn to play now yeah that girl was really yeah, weird yeah she wasn't very friendly well mm-hmm. no but that happens anyway yes Tell superior Whatever. champion what you're doing. They're what not you're... calling you superior supreme right. champion or superior champion. Was it supreme? Not... It was supreme champion. Supreme. Yes. Tell me about your dream. That's not what I'm calling you. All right. Askeelan <laughs> <laughs> notes button mashers most infuriating players in video game history. That's what it was. She just button mashed, but it won every time. Yep. It was winning every that, time. It's frustrating because we found a technique that wins. You're no supposed skill. to use combos and. I did use combos. I just didn't know what they were. I was like flying all over the place, claws a scratching, legs a kicking. (laughs) It was awesome. Ah, fight! All right, let me let me bring up the dream thing here now. I I don't want. I'm hoping this doesn't become a regular segment, but my dreams have been increasingly bizarre over the last couple of weeks. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on, but it's starting to weird me out. Here's the dream from last night, though. So last night. I had a dream. I went to, um, I went to, I, I went to an. Un, I don't know what it was, but it was a country in Asia. I knew, I knew I was in Asia because there was a jungle and all that stuff, and I, I knew I was somewhere over there. I, I'm not sure whether I was in Thailand or uh, Malaysia or wherever I was. And I was over there, and I was camping, but I was cave camping. So I hiked. Sounds like glamping. To and me. this, I, I wouldn't say it was glamping, but it it was. I mean, it was really specific in this dream. So I'm, I was walking down this trail. I camped in this cave. It was like an elaborate cave, and in there, I found a giant duffel bag full of drugs. Now I don't know what kind of drugs specifically they were. There was there was like I know there was some marijuana in there, and then there was like other stuff like powdery things, and I didn't know what it was. Oh my gosh! But I knew it was drugs, and so I was like, okay, well I'm going to set up camping here. This seems kind of weird though that this is here. This is obviously a drug dealer has left these drugs in in this cave, and I have found them. So I um I picked them up, and I remember thinking, you know, I could do a lot better than camping in a cave. If I sold these drugs, I'd be able to go to a, like a fancy resort. So I took the drugs and I went down to this bay and there was a guy on a yacht and I brought him to him and then he just gave me a bunch of money and then I went and stayed at this uh, fancy hotel. But at the same time, he told me the drug dealers were going to know that somebody took them. They're not going to know who, 
but they're going to know somebody took them. So I had to leave my tent back there. And then I went to the place, this uh, fancy uh, hotel. Mm-hmm. But the I was that worried that my tent was money. back. That, that I bought with my drug money. Okay. And then my, but my tent was still back there. So they could have found out who I was. But I couldn't go back and get it. So I tried to sneak back in the night. And then there was somebody in the cave. And so I couldn't get in there to get it. And I don't know what was going on. That was part of the dream. It went on from there. But th- what, what does this mean? What's that implying? It means that you'd be a terrible drug dealer. Well, I, but I wasn't a dealer. I just found them. No, that's you dealing. If I you didn't find, even know what kind of drugs they if were. If you find drugs and you sell them to someone, you're a drug dealer. <sighs> that's the definition of a drug dealer. But I, no, I sold them to a drug dealer. It was more of a lost and found situation. Yeah, drug dealers buy drugs from other drug dealers. That's uh, It doesn't, <sighs> like, there's... I mean, there's a hierarchy, I think, but uh, at the you know at the base, you're all drug dealers. Okay, all right. So I guess I'd be a drug dealer. Well, either way, though, the thing is, I didn't even get to enjoy like the the fun side. Oh, I mean, I don't know what the fun sides are of being a drug dealer, but I imagine you know Tony Soprano or not Tony Soprano, um, uh, Tony Montana at his you know height of fame, where he's got like the jacuzzi and and all that stuff. I don't know. Isn't that what drug dealers aspire to be? It's like Tony Montana. Scarface. Anyway, I didn't. I did get to stay in the fancy hotel, though. That's real good. It was the fancy hotel. So people are suggesting that maybe you need to get on uh, some sort of medication. <laughs> <laughs> they are getting. My dreams are getting increasingly bizarre. They're getting increasingly strange, mm. and so I don't know what what to do about this. Maybe you're what thinking, does this one say about me, though? Maybe you're like looking for like a get rich quick kind of scheme, and you're like contemplating maybe getting into the. And you know, into the sordid life of dealing the drugs. No, because I didn't like it in this. I was just more like a crime of opportunity, mm-hmm. where I was just I was like, well, they're sitting here, you know, and I don't want to be staying in a cave. cave well, you're sucks. probably also thinking of drugs because you're watching that goddamn drug show. No, I'm finished with Narcos a while ago. Narcos, yeah, but yeah. you still talk about it all the time. It's a great show. Yeah, so I think it's still like in your head. You think so? Probably, yeah. I finished it like three weeks ago. Yeah, but you still bring it up like a lot. Yeah, I do think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty good. I think that might be wise. I think in your subconscious, you're- You think it's, that's just it? I I'm think just that could learning, be it. I'm, it's, I'm like bringing back narcos in my- Well, plus it's like the fantasy of like getting money for nothing. I think that could be it as well. Yeah. If we're, if, if, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. You think that's it? Yeah. I mean, I think that's it. But then I couldn't even enjoy it in my dream again. Like I can never let myself enjoy something in my dreams. You can never let yourself enjoy anything in life either. Like in my dream. You can't, you can't, like you'll let yourself be happy for a millisecond until you realize that, oh my God, there's something that you haven't done yet. Yeah. Or you that's kind of how I operate. Yeah. No, you're like, you're like the, sometimes when you actually loosen up, which is like once a year, it's a lot of fun, but you are the most stressed out, like like a high maintenance stress person I've ever high met. maintenance and I'm just saying like it's really hard to try to get you to calm down yeah because even if you're happy for a second you're like oh but then we have this to do and oh my gosh we haven't done this that's what it was in my dream I found the world. drugs and I sold them I had all this money and then and I'm staying at the fancy hotel but then I was worried that my tent was there or like when I dreamt that I lived on my cul-de-sac and Snoop Dogg was my neighbor but Snoop Dogg wouldn't hang out with me yeah he doesn't want anything to do with I you I know I'd come over there I'd see him there I'd see him in his front window and I'd walk over to his door and I'd see him see me coming and he'd turn around and walk away and then pretend like he wasn't there. And I know they were having a party in the back. I know they were hanging out. That's just kind of hurtful. I was just his neighbor. Mm-hmm. But Snoop Dogg didn't want to hang out with me. Well, sometimes he just doesn't want to hang out. All right. Well, anyway, that was my dream last night. So please tell me what that means. All right. Well, I think we figured out what it means. But I want to hear if anybody else has something different. I think you're stressed out. Man, Watching that's... too many drug shows and... But I like my money. drug shows. I know you do. 
Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. How are you? Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Now, this is something you were talking about getting, you know, money for nothing, getting a little fast cash, if you will, mm-hmm. from being, a, you know, selling drugs to a drug dealer. I wasn't selling drugs. I found drugs in my dream. And did you get a sum of money from well, yeah. the person that you gave the drugs to? Sure. Yeah, you, you sold them. So these are one of the things that I think about whenever I go to thrift stores. So this is, uh, did you say, welcome to my world of crazy? What? You didn't say crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, first up, this is one of those fantasy scenarios. A $2 antique store picture that was found by an individual has been confirmed as worth $5 million because it was an original tintype of Billy the Kid. Oh, I remember seeing something about this. A t- $2 at an antique store was worth $5 million. Damn. This is at a Tiburon, California. Talk about getting something for nothing. I know, right? Well, for $2. Uh, a firm has confirmed a numismatics, which I guess is analyzes how old, like the authenticity of something. A numismatics. A what? Numismatics. It analyzes, what does it analyze? Authenticity. Oh, okay. All right. Isn't that a word? No, that, that is. I don't think that's what you just said. That though. is exactly what I just said. Uh, we can, we'll rewind the tape. All right. Well, it confirmed uh, that a photo bought for $2 at a California antique shop features Billy the Kid and could be worth up to $5 million at auction. $5 million. $5 that's million insane, dollars. though. That's so much money. So uh, the firm, which was hired, named Kagan, said the tin type, which is four inches by five inches, shows Billy the Kid playing croquet in the summer of 1878 alongside members of his gang, the Regulators. And I'll say that the photo... Oh, so that's with the Regulators? Mm-hmm. He was playing... Mount cro- up! Analysts say the photo, which may have been taken at a wedding, was authenticated earlier this month after more than a year of research. This person bought it, and it's been being authenticated until then, about a year ago. A collector purchased the photo from from a Fresno, California antique store for $2. Uh, The person who bought it said uh, when we originally, they gave it to the firm, said when we originally saw the photograph, we were understandably uh, skeptical. An original Billy the Kid photo is the holy grail of Western Americana. However, they had to be certain they could answer and verify it, where, how, and when, and why the photograph was taken. Symbol resemblance is not enough in a case like this. A team of experts had to be assembled to address each and every detail inside the photo to ensure that nothing was out of place. Now, after more than a year of methodical studying, including the site to which the photo was actually taken, there is now overwhelming evidence of the image's authenticity. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? So... That's why this could be so much. So this is a 4.5-inch tintype, a 2.3-inch portrait of Billy the Kid, uh, whose real name may or may not have been Henry McCarty, sold for $2.3 million in 2010. Well, wasn't it he didn't like to be photographed, so there's hardly any pictures of him? Yep, so that's why it sold for $2.3 million, because it was supposedly the only known surviving photograph of the outlaw. So that one was taken in Fort Sumner in, in 1880, one year before he was killed in the same location by Sheriff Pat Garrett. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, keep your... That's, I, whenever I'm in thrift stores, I always kind of look out for, like, old-timey pictures. Yeah, but here's the problem, though. I mean, you could just buy a whole bunch of those, and then you're just a hoarder, or you get lucky and find that one. Well, then maybe I'm going to be a hoarder. I think that's what <laughs> uh, Have you... Oh, you've never been to Ireland, have you? Uh, no. Okay. No, I have not. All right. Well, when you do fly to Ireland, a lot of times you fly on an uh, airline named Aer Lingus. I do know what Aer Lingus is. Aer Lingus is one of the most terrifying flights I've ever been on in my life. It landed. That was the flight that I've talked about that it landed on one wheel. Okay. When we were, uh, when I was landing in Dublin and then all of the overhead compartments opened up. 
Oh, that's that's. Annoying. It was terrifying. Aer Lingus yeah. was terrifying, and but I mean, they give us like free wine the entire time and stuff, so it was fine. It was it was a drunken, terrifying flight. Okay. Uh, however, Aer Lingus in the news not for landing on one wheel, but a 24-year-old man became agitated when he was flying on an Aer Lingus flight from Lisbon to Dublin. After he became agitated, he bit another man, fell oh. unconscious, and then later died. What? This all happened on the plane. Hello, zombie apocalypse. So the this Irish episode of Fringe. Uh, so the Irish Mirror says the man was running amok and was restrained after becoming... Running ex- amok? Just like running up and down the halls or something? I, yeah. How terrifying is that? Uh, after becoming extremely violent, a doctor on board attempted to treat the man after he fell unconscious. He was running around, then collapsed, but he could not be saved. Police say they were investigating after the flight was diverted to Cork when the captain declared a medical emergency after the guy was running around like a crazy person, then collapsed. It's not known exactly when he died... But police say he was pronounced dead at the scene when the aircraft landed at Cork shortly before 6 p.m. Uh, he was reportedly unaccompanied on the flight. So also, What about the poor guy that got bit? Ominously, the person, the man who was bit from the flight has been taken to the hospital with some unknown symptoms. Jesus. The remaining passengers were transported to Dublin be, uh, via the bus. This just happened? This just happened. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is this when it begins? Does I it don't begin know. in Ireland? Uh, well then, uh, I'm sorry, and I'm I'm part Irish, but we're isolating that island. No one's leaving it. Everyone's stuck there. Everyone's just stuck yep. there forever. Sorry, Ireland. See ya. All right, and we do have our guests coming You're pretty out. soon, so I'm going to do one more story, and it has to do with all you can eat testicle fest. Oh, okay. Yes, that's coming around. It's fall. It's time for the testicle festival, Greg. Let me tell you a little bit about it. Uh, so this happens at Riley's in Syracuse, uh, New York. But a new thing for the Testicle Festival, which is where you can feast on all things testicles, animals, not humans, you can actually get free testicles to consume at the Testicles Festival this year. Okay. If you're near Syracuse, which I know we have some listeners near there. We do. So they're uh, lightly breaded, deep fried, and you can get testes anywhere from buffalo to bulls, boars, sheep, and goats. All with a side of delicious ranch dressing. Yeah. So a lot of people actually do sample these because, especially if they're free. Now, yeah. Let me ask you this, Greg. Would you ever eat testicles? No, I've been asked this question before. the The answer is no. It's just not not for me. I've got a friend who used to go to the Rocky Mountain Oyster Festival. I believe it's in Idaho. Is that like? Bull balls? It's like goat, like sheep balls. Okay. Goat and sheep or something. I don't know. It's something along those lines. I don't know exactly which. Either way, no. No. You never, not even any, like. I would not You're try an it. adventurous eater. And we've already no, said. know. I, I will try something once, but if it's there's something stuck in my head about it, no, I'm not, I'm not going to. Just like tongue. I don't want to try tongue oh, because the idea of it... My mom tricked me into eating tongue when I was little. I've it heard the, it's delicious, but the idea of it, I can't get past it that I'd be chewing on my own tongue. Can't get over it. It has taste buds. Yeah, see, no, I just... It is no. the worst. That's all I remember, and I almost no. threw up. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Uh, so Riley's has hosted the Testicle Festival uh, for decades, and it's so popular this year that the restaurant actually had to order 40 extra pounds of testicles. Uh, so the festival favorites are bull and bison testicles. So you can actually go there if you're close to where Riley's is in Syracuse. You can go there, get a, get your own free plate of any kind of testicles, animal testicles that you desire for the more, testicle more, festival. More power to you. Yeah. And get Greg a testicle festival shirt if you're there. <laughs> I want to see you wear that. <laughs>
So this is happening through the end of the month. And uh, as Riley says, it's now in full swing. <laughs> That's your world crazy. All right. All right, let's go ahead and take a break because I believe we do have Joanne showing up here uh, in a minute. Awesome. To come on the show. Also, do you want to remind people about our contest that we have going on? I do indeed. We have... Our contest, courtesy of D. Leonidas Photography, our brand new sponsor here at Fun Employment Radio. We have a Halloween photo contest. So you have until Friday, October 23rd to get these into us. We'll set the cut date at t- time at uh, noon. Noon on Friday, October 23rd. Send us in your picture of your your favorite picture ever of you in a Halloween costume. It doesn't have to be a great picture. It doesn't have to be a bad picture. Whatever it is that's your favorite costume, and there's a contest. And the winner will get an F.E.R. portrait, courtesy of Leonidas Photography, which oh, is their that. fine special that's going on uh, this this month and actually for the next couple of months, Absolutely. their holiday special. Mm-hmm. So send us your picture. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Get those into us and enter into the contest. Awesome. All right. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, we are back here with Fun Employment Radio. So I know we've been teasing it the entire podcast, but it looks like Joanne was unable to uh, to come down today. She had something go on, so uh, she's not going to be here uh, for today's show. So we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. We'll leave that. So uh, yeah, but we should move on and do some other stuff now. In that little break, I will say this: we were talking about. Sarah was playing some meatloaf. So when we're doing the live show, I said that we are not good. I'm not going to let you besmirch. I know. I was talking good to, name on I the was, show. I was talking about meatloaf in the break, and he is. He sounds really creepy. He sounds like a very creepy person. The, his voice or the lyrics? Because the lyrics. you're talking about two separate things. Then the lyrics. Jim Steinman is creepy. The and lyrics, Jim Steinman is creepy in the most wonderful way. The lyrics to "I Would Do Anything for Love" sound very creepy, and I don't think there's any denying that. Like some days it don't come easy. Some days it don't come hard. Some days it don't come at all, and those and these are the days that never end. Okay, that's yeah, enough. It's totally creepy. I it's, mean, if that's what he's going for, is like a horror kind of thing, like where you it, kidnap it's a girl. Kind of like a horror thing, but it's also kind of a romantic thing. And maybe some person's idea of creepy or horror is another person's idea of romance. Like kidnapping. Who are you and to like, judge? Like stabby kind of stuff. I mean, all right, maybe, maybe that's true. No, and the okay. music video is still one of the greatest music videos of all time. All right. Well, I'm just saying you can listen to Meatloaf on Fun Employment Radio by going back to like. Episode Episode two or something. Yeah, I, don't, I can't remember which episode it was, but it was within the first five. It was definitely in in one of the single digit episodes. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a strange day. Yes, because uh, Meatloaf <laughs> may or may not have uh, thought he was calling into the yes. radio station that he thought we still worked at. All right. Oh, it's being noted in live chat. It's not like he's singing "Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon." That is a totally creepy song. Neil, it's is a fantastic super creepy. song. Though. It's a great yeah. song, but pretty much everything he does. I mean, if you analyze any Neil Diamond lyrics, for the most part, they're pretty creepy. Oh, they're totally creepy. Yeah. Sweet Caroline's really creepy. Because isn't he singing about, like, Caroline Kennedy? Mm. When, like, Caroline Kennedy was a little child? Yes, but he's uh, he's singing about it with childlike enthusiasm. <laughs> is that what it is? Sure. Because he still seems like a I'm grown gonna man. I'm going to sit over here and defend every single singer that I like today because you feel like <laughs> picking on them. I'm not picking on them. I'm just saying the lyrics are, are creepy sounding. You know what? The lyrics are the creepiest sounding? Courage lyrics. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The lyrics to any Courage song are... Oh, September Morn is the creepiest. I don't remember how that goes. September Morn. We've talked about it on the show. Okay. Like uh, a long time ago. Two lovers playing games. It's a really creepy song. I'll play it at some point. Okay. All right. We'll go through it. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. 
Let's talk balls. balls. All right, it's a it's a supple ball talk here today. Apple balls. We got we do have an update. So this happened because of the Toronto Blue Jays game last week, where they took on the Texas Rangers, and there was a there was a bad call, or they the Blue Jays fans perceived it to be a bad call there in Toronto. And so they're at the Rogers Center. Apparently they don't serve beer in cups like they do here in the United States. Pretty much everywhere. I can't think of many places that still serve things in bottles or cans. But I guess at Rogers Center in Canada, they still serve things in cans. And that didn't work out too well for them when fans in the upper deck started throwing cans onto the field and some fan got beer all over a baby. Oh, I've... I remember that. Beer Uh-oh. all over a baby. Don't throw beer on a baby. Don't throw beer on a baby. They were throwing it from the 500 level, and some some baby in the lower level got beer all over it. And the guy, who whoever threw that can, uh, did get it arrested. The Toronto police arrested this person. And so I don't know what the charges are yet. I'll get an update on that. But because of that, the Rogers Center is now making, an, making a deal where at the 500 level, which I guess is their nosebleeds, that's their top level, they're no longer going to let them get beer in cans. But the lower levels get to. What? Yeah. So I, I was trying to figure out, like, why why do they like even upper- bother going with cans? Like, that seems like such a liability. I know they're Canadians and, oh, yeah, they don't do anything wrong. or just so sweet and good sportsmen. Like, that's not true. Not when it comes to sports. That really and- doesn't seem like that should be legal. Like, all right, if you're one of the lower sections, you can get the fancy can beer. Well, I mean, upper sections, no beer for you. Well, Imagine no, they're still getting like- beer. They're getting, uh, they're, in they cups? Have, yeah, they have to get it in cups. Oh, okay. I mean, if as long as it's not more expensive or anything, but uh, that is I still don't know. kind of weird. I, I just think it's weird that they have cans at all. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's like though at lower level, like Blazer games, they get special treatment. They do. There's some bottled beers at Blazer yeah. games. At least plastic bottles, anyway. Mm. I don't know if there's full bottles down there on the court or not. I they might know. not have it's, that for it's a whole just different safety world reasons. down next to the court. Yeah, I wouldn't even know. Yeah. Those are those are those are people that live in a different world than we do. Mm-hmm. However, the uh, cheapskates up at the 500 level for the Blue Jays games, no longer getting cans. No longer getting cans. Oh, boy. Seems like that's something they should have got rid of a long time ago, though. Yeah. I'm trying to think of if the... I guess they haven't served cans in a while. I was thinking about... Oh, no. I can't think of the last time... that I've been to. I can't think of the last time I ever got served a can anywhere. Mm. I mean, if you think about a concert or a... I mean, anything, really. Yeah, except for, like, cups. a small, like, local concert or something like that. Maybe they have cans. Yeah. It's just... Because that's just a bar. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, generally, it's almost always plastic cups. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Roger Center. Canadians. You sweet, sweet Canadians. No longer get to have your, your, your cans. You ruined it for yourselves. I hope you're happy. All right, moving on to Ball Talk. This is the big story that came out of this weekend. And I feel like I... I need to address it because there's so much good audio. Because it encompasses everything I love about college football. Oh, God. Is it sad? Is it going to be a bunch of people well, crying? Well, for one team it is. Oh, no. So, let's uh, let's go to this. I made some predictions this over this uh, last weekend. As I do every Friday, I make three predictions on college football. Let's see, sir. What were my predictions again? I had Alabama. Was it the one when Washington State University win. beat Oregon State University? I don't know. What- Was it that prediction when Washington State Cougars <laughs> spanked the Oregon State Beavers? Uh, I don't. When they really just put them down, they put them in their place. I don't re- recall that game at all, so that's really is strange. It a, is it a recording of you crying about your beavers falling to the Cougars? I didn't cry about that. I did not cry about that, honestly, because Oregon State has been losing so bad over the last couple of years, nothing surprises me. Washington State... <sighs> 
Wait, you know what? It'd I be still one thing have if that... they just won, but they won by like a lot. They won by like twenty points. Yeah. I also have my WSU sweater in my car, and I believe that maybe you That's should probably too have bad. To wear that. You should have made a bet. You should have made a bet then before this. I like how you knew that OSU is playing really poorly right now, so you forgot to remind me that they were playing against each other this weekend. <laughs> I, totally I know did. how you work. Yeah, I know that you did it on purpose. Washington State's actually playing really I well. I know, I know. Although, it's surprising. Here's the thing, though: they also lost to Portland State, which is a Division two school. So yeah, it doesn't but make Portland any sense. State is also doing really well this year. Portland as well. State is doing well, but it's still a Division two. So what school. you're saying is the Beavers lost to two teams that are playing fairly well this year, which makes them not playing well. The Beavers, they aren't playing. Well, no, that Washington well. State lost to Portland State. Well, yeah, but Portland State's doing well. Washington yeah, but they State shouldn't did- lose to a Division two school. Well, you know what? Oregon State That's shouldn't have lost to WSU. Though. Yeah, all right. Well, I can't argue against that. All right, yes. <laughs> but that was not one of my uh, one of my <laughs> predictions. Because I probably would have predicted the Cougars. All right, so the, but I did predict <laughs> Alabama winning, number one. Got that one. In the late game, LSU versus Florida. Ooh, LSU and their Tigers, where they, you know, do terrible things to Tigers before each, every game. LSU won. I predicted that. And my third and final prediction, Sarah, was this game. Michigan versus Michigan State at the Big House in Michigan. And here's what happened. With just a few seconds left on the clock, Michigan had the ball. They were ahead. They were just going to punt the ball. You're going through a formality. You have to punt the ball because there's a few seconds left. It was on fourth down. Basically, they punt it. That's it. The game's over. Michigan wins, knocking off Michigan State, largely considered to be the better team in Michigan. However, Michigan found a way to coog it themselves in a fashion. Oh, don't you mean Beavit? I'm sorry. No, Beavers lose from the beginning. They don't, it doesn't happen oh, like that's this. True. Cougars do live uh, lose. Like they Look, do. Look, well, I can't well, say well. anything about it this this year. You... Do you realize how rare it is for me to get to say that WSU is doing something right? I know. I know. Like, I went to so many of the football games when I was at school there, and I think I saw maybe one winning game, or maybe I just heard about one one time. I don't know. (laughs) There was this one time they won a game. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? All right. So so (laughs) here's the thing, though, with Michigan and, and Michigan State. Michigan, like I said, getting ready to punt the ball away. They have the game locked up. A huge win for their program. Like, their comeback of a win. As far as have a pro- as a program, they've been so bad. And then they completely fuck it up. So on the punt, the Michigan punter fumbles the ball, tries, instead of just laying down on it, decides to throw it up in the air somehow. It lands right in a Michigan State player's hands. He runs it back in for a touchdown. The clock's expired. Michigan State wins in Michigan, completely ruining the celebratory atmosphere in this crowd, which is what... I can't even explain it here. Let me play. This is oh, the this God. is the Michigan um, radio, or excuse me, Michigan television, and their announcers announcing this. There's nobody back there to field the ball. Oh, he fumbled the ball. Now he fumbled it in the air, and it's picked up by Michigan State at the 20, the 15, the 10, and he's going to score. No time left. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> that you could not write. Michigan had the game on the line, on the foot, and Michigan State wins it with a 37-yard fumble return on a punt that is mishandled by Blake O'Neill. 
I don't know what to say. This is live television. <laughs> was it a Michigan announcer? Oh, excuse me. This is radio. This is radio. This is yeah. These are the Michigan announcers. They just stop talking. Yep. Just dead air. Oh. I am struggling to deal with what I just saw. <laughs> Blake O'Neill. They're already blaming this ball. poor poor punter too, which it is ball. his fault. All he had to do was fall on it, and instead. He tried to shovel it to whomever and flipped it right to Michigan State. I don't know whether heartbreak actually I, covers that. Oh, <laughs> my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty bad heartbreak loss. Heartbreak is too loose of a word. <laughs> so that is their announcers with this. Now, the poor punter did, of course, receive death threats after that from Michigan fans. These oh are by the idiots, the complete God. fucking morons, you know, that start blaming this poor kid. He he messed up, and he's never going to forget that he messed up that game. Because Michigan football is a different kind of thing. That's that's It's a very, very football serious. Football is life. Yeah, like, in the Northwest, we all have the rivalries and joke about football and, you know, have fun with football, and it's nice winning and you hate losing. Nothing in the Northwest compares to what it's like over there in the Big Ten or, or like, the Midwest or, or down South. That's life. Like, it's life. People probably, you know, marriages could have broken up over this thing. And so that poor kid was getting death threats. The AD actually uh, came out with a statement saying knock it off to the Michigan fans. However, I do want to play this. Now, remember, I predicted Michigan State to win. And they won with that. So I think uh, Michigan State fans have me to think. However, there is this guy. I've got to play this one. I swear, if people are actually placing bets on your like college football predictions, so far this year, I've only I've gotten three wrong out of all of them. That's kind of ridiculous. I've been like that Michigan State one. If you would have bet on that, uh-huh. damn, you would have made some money. I know, I know. I don't know what's Too happening. Too bad you don't believe in yourself. <laughs> no, it's just I don't. Eh, I don't like to bet. Yeah, nope. <sighs> yes, I do. I just don't want to lose the money. I'm kissing wrong because I know the second I put money on it, that's when I'm going to lose. It's going to be double the worst, double, doubly bad, because not only will I have predicted wrong, but I'll also lose money. However, if somebody else wants to bet on it, please let me know, and you can send in a tithing. I do have to play this last thing, though, because you know that I love when college football fans start crying, because it's not the end of the world. It's just a game. But these are fans. There are fans that take it very seriously, and this is a video of a Michigan fan at the game after the team just lost. Oh, God, but I want Greg. you to keep in mind, it's from the Michigan State fan section. So this is either one of his buddies posted this video of him, or it's another Michigan fan that filmed a fellow Michigan fan crying. Wait, so it's it's in the Michigan State it's section? It's in the University of Michigan section. The Wolverines section. Oh, the losing a not team. Po- okay, you, okay. The losing it. teams gotcha. section. So it's one of his fellow fans or a friend of his that filmed him doing this and posted it. So it's Michigan on Michigan crime, but this is a Michigan fan after the game. It doesn't matter, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is a grown man. This isn't a student. He looks to be in his mid-30s. <laughs> oh, oh, my God! <laughs> I'm sure the team went on. 
<laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I had to play that. Just, just I just, I had to. Does that make me that a bad person? Yes. Okay. Then we've settled that. <laughs> there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. 3-0 once again. Wow, I'm just saying, you might have missed some good financial gambling opportunities there. I know, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> we'll see what happens this week. I'm, wa- I'm waiting for somebody to take it up and bet for me and then just give me the money if they win. I mean, I'm not going to give so them money. you're lazy. You want someone else to take all of the risk. <laughs> yeah. And then give you money after taking the risk for it. Why not? I mean, they'll win money too. Well, they won't, but they'll probably win money, based statistically speaking, this year. I mean, year. if somebody had listened before this weekend and they placed some money, they'd yeah. be in pretty good Three shape and right now. Three and oh, right there. All close games. Wow. I know. I'm, I'm on some kind of fire. You're on some kind of fire. I don't know. That Does that make sense? I don't think it does. Does it? Either way, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I was pulling up something, of course today is just everything's going just exactly well as it yeah it's a, it's a little bit of a different show we we had an unexpected cancellation so we'll, we'll leave it at that um i did find a quiz though when you were talking about um like why you're getting all of these like weird dreams and why you're doing what it is okay and i did find there is actually a quiz for everything and i did find one that's actually called how crazy are you actually how crazy are you actually yes okay and so i want to find a little bit of music hang on to to play in the background do you have anything you want to talk about real quick? Oh, like sure. maybe shopping oh. at Amazon? Or? Okay, yes, sure. Uh, if you are a fan of Fun Employment Radio, don't forget to go and click on the Amazon link right there at the front, at the uh, top of the page at funemploymentradio.com. No matter how you listen, whether it's via podcast or iTunes or uh, you're listening on uh, Stitcher, you know, we're pretty much wherever podcasts can be found. If there's a place where you like to go for podcasts and you don't see us on there for some reason, let me know so I can make sure that and add us onto that, uh, whatever that service is. There's a lot of services that pop up and sometimes they make you actually submit the link. And if I don't know about it, I don't do that. So let me know and I will make sure and get it on whatever podcast catcher that you want. However, no matter how you listen, don't forget to go to our website, funemploymentradio.com to click on the Amazon link. That's beautiful. Oh, what was that? I don't know. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm trying to... I'm so confused by you right now. Oh, that was uh, some... I was trying to find some creepy circus music to play in the background. Oh. Circus music kind of conveys crazy. Oh. So this is this is a test to see... How crazy you are. Oh. All right. I can't help what I've been dreaming about. I don't really know what All to right, say. All right. You have to do it honestly. All right. All right. First one. Do you some okay? So the so the premise is as such. Do you sometimes feel as if you're losing your mind? Don't worry, crazy people are sometimes the best people. Let's take this quiz to see how you rate. They're already apologizing for you being crazy. Okay. All right. Number one, crazy people do like to talk to themselves. What about you? Yes. Do you ever talk to yourself? All the time. All that, that's one of the options. Yeah. All the time. Honestly, all, right. all all the time I talk to myself. Crazy people also tend to talk to pets. Do you enjoy long-winded, <laughs> one-sided conversations with dogs or cats? All the time. Yes. I mean, if you want me to answer honestly, yes. I talk to, I have two roommates, they each have a dog. I talk to those dogs all the time. What do you talk to them about? Anything. Whatever's going on. In your life? Mm, well, or yeah, or whatever situationally is happening. Whatever's whatever's going on right in the room with me, I'll discuss it with the dog. Like if I'm watching something on television, I'll discuss the show with, with uh, Lily, the dog. She's usually very confused. So you're hungry, question number three. But when you check the fridge, you see there's nothing to eat. Now, what do you do? Do you either go hungry or go buy food, or do you walk the, into wait, the living? Wait, do I either? 
So, okay, that so one, that's one, one, one thing. thing. Either you go, you starve, or you just go buy food if you feel like it, or you walk back into the living room, realize you're still hungry, return to the fridge, check one more time because maybe some food has magically appeared inside. Just those two choices? Those two choices. Um. You do walk to your fridge a lot to think that maybe you might have magical food in there. I will double check, and then probably, depending on how hungry I am, I might just go hungry rather than go to a store. Crazy people are known to dress eccentrically, sometimes by choice and other times just because they're too lazy to pick out normal clothes. What are they calling people lazy for? What's your best approach to dressing? That's Okay, that's a loaded question. They're Do calling me lazy? Do you wear what you like or what you think looks good? Do you wear what's comfortable? Do you have your own personal style? Maybe it's a bit eccentric, but you like it. These these are Each one of these are different answers? Yes. Because those are combined answers. Okay, one number one. I wear what I like or what I think looks good. Number two, I wear what's comfortable. Number three, I have my own personal style. Maybe it's a bit eccentric, but I like it. Number four, I reach into the closet and put up whatever my hand happens to touch first. Oh. I probably just wear what's comfortable. I I don't know. What's comfortable? I suppose, but it's not like I'm wearing like... No, it's not that because I don't wear... I wear what I like. Then I would wear shorts all the time. Then I don't do that. Do you wear what you like or what you think looks good? That's number one. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's what I wear. Okay. All right. uh, Greg, how do you feel if you spot a piece of of old broken down furniture on the side of the road? Do you feel nothing? Or do you feel very sad because they don't have a home anymore? (laughs) Over furniture? Yeah. Nothing. Okay. I feel annoyed that somebody's littering on the side of the road. Crazy people sometimes lose their train of thought. Do you ever forget what you're saying right in the middle of when you're saying it? What? Crazy people sometimes lose their train of thought. Do you ever forget what you're saying in the middle of saying it? Uh, yeah, but no, I'll make it up and I'll just keep going. Well, I might not always get to the point right away, but... Oh, wait, what was the question? I'll just keep on talking. No one will know if I, that is the point. All if right. I do lose track of what I'm talking about. Do you ever feel the ghost vibration of your phone in your pocket and excitedly pull it out, then discover that you've imagined <laughs> the whole thing? And then get really sad that no one's texted me? Yes. Yes. All the time? <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you sometimes... What if I had it on silent and I don't know? Maybe do you sometimes silent? catch yourself offering unsolicited advice to complete strangers? <laughs> Like how? Um, maybe Can in a rule form. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but if it's all right, it says no. Okay, I'll think it. There's four. There's four things. Okay. It's either no, that's not me at all. Okay. I've done this once or twice. Well, they do need the advice, or I only do this on the internet. I've done it once or twice. I think it all the time. You said, I think that would be they, when they need the advice because when you're spouting off your things, you pretty much think that people oh, are. Well, are you, are you counting this on the show? And in life. When you talk about anything, you feel like. Yes. Don't lie. I'm once not or, lying. Once or twice is a lie. All right. All right. So when you get ready to take a shower, what's the first thing you do? Do you undress and get into the shower? Duh. Or do you check behind the curtain to see if anyone's hiding inside of the shower trying to kill you? No, I'm not worried about that. I check for spiders. You check. So, do you check for spiders before you get undressed? Uh, I'll I'll give a I'll peruse. Yeah, I'll peruse. Oh, so you do check inside before? All right. Not for people. I'm not worried that people You're, are going to be in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of the supernatural, have you ever seen a ghost? 
<laughs> uh, no comment. No, once maybe I think yes I have. Or I've got psychic powers, I can sense their presence. Maybe I think. Yes, you have. All right, Greg. <laughs> you, and the tally has gone through, and you are... 78% crazy. <laughs> that makes you a bit eccentric. <laughs> I'm a bit eccentric? It says some people go their entire lives without losing their minds once. Don't you feel sorry for them? <laughs> <laughs> 78% crazy, Greg. All right. There you go. Okay. I think that makes a little bit of sense. Sure. That's higher than I thought it would be, quite honestly. 78%. So I'm eccentric? Oh, you know what? Eccentric. Don't chicks like eccentric people? No. Oh. I mean, when you're younger, yes, but when you're old, you're just a sad old eccentric man. I'm not, I'm not old. But I'm saying you're getting old, like you're not getting younger. So I can use this eccentricity right now to my advantage. I can just spout off crazy things, and then women will be like, "Oh, he's so eccentric." Oh, I don't know. Is that how that works? I don't. What if I just walk into a bar and I just start spouting out about no, birthday rules? You're and then women will be like, mm -mm. "Birthday rules? I totally understand that. You're right. People celebrate birthdays too much." And then, nope, And then they'll be like, "Oh, you're so attractive." You know why you can't be attractive eccentric anymore? Why? Because you're kind of close to forty, which means it's just going to seem like a midlife crisis. No, that's not. I'm just saying. It's not going to seem like you're eccentric, like, look at how whimsical I am. It's going to be like, oh, I need to buy a convertible and stop a 20-year-old. Oh, That's okay. I mean, yeah. but that has nothing to do with, <laughs> with uh <-huh>. 40. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> would have said the same thing at 25. <laughs> I know you would have. Um, <sighs> when was the last time you told someone to get off your long, Greg? Uh, Shockwave just at the asked that in the live chat. Um, it's been a while since I've told someone, but I do think it a lot. Generally, people stay away from my yard. However, when somebody does walk out, especially when they have a dog, then I get really mad. I'll stand at the window and stare at them to Why? make them feel uncomfortable in case they don't pick it up. Their dog? No, the, the, if their dog's pooping in the yard. I will stand there at my window and I'll just stare until they, until they notice me and then make them feel awkward and then they pick it up. Is that wrong? I guess not. How often are you standing in your window staring at pooping dogs? I don't know. I don't know, but it happens. You have a weird life. Like, I wonder what you do when you go home. Like, I know you get stuff done, but I also know yeah. that you, like, stare out your window at pooping dogs and play video games. Like, what are you What are you doing? I play video games sometimes. No, I think you've fallen off the video game wagon. I've had a little bit of an issue lately, and I don't really want to talk about it. I think somebody needs to address the fact that he has a little bit of a problem. And he's talked about it before, but now, have you noticed how he stopped talking about how he has a problem? Because you know why? He's succumbed to the video games yet again. I don't talk about, I've had a little bit of an issue lately. Mm -hmm. And I realized that, and I've talked about it before, how I have a problem with video games you where I become Greg addicted told me, to them. I, I asked Greg if he was having a problem with them, and he's like, well, all I need to do is finish Far Cry, and then once I finish it, I won't think about it anymore. It just sounds like, you know, somebody's just like, all I've got to do is finish this bottle, then I won't think about it anymore. Until I get home, and then it's just sitting there. What is it, Far Cry 4? Far Cry 4, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, we do have a birthday today that we'd like to uh, send out there, and we'd like to give a very, very happy birthday to our dear friend, Miss Andy Main. Andy Main! Andy Main is a wonderful human being, and we are very happy that you were born, wonderful princess woman. And happy <laughs> Wonderful princess woman. Yeah, wonderful princess woman. <laughs> and happy birthday, Andy. Happy birthday, Andy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, right. We actually have a friend that's at Graceland right now. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Yeah, huh. Katrina actually is. Oh, she's at great. Really? Uh-huh. I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I know. Like I just saw a picture of like one of Elvis's jumpsuits. And oh, like, that's oh, funny. that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, send us an email, footemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Don't forget to send in your photo for the D. Leonidas photography costume Do it. Just if all of us have a ton of pictures of ourselves. Just shoot us over one. You might get a chance to actually win a full-on photo shoot of your choosing, wearing whatever you want. Yeah, it's really cool. Getting some high-quality pictures. I mean, everybody wants some good-looking pictures. Might, Might as well. You have nothing to lose. Absolutely. So send them to us, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Uh, send them to our Facebook page, Twitter page, post them on our pages, whatever you'd like. And go to our website and click on that uh, special right there on, on our, at funemploymentradio.com so D. Leonidas knows that you guys are taking a look at that and check out their special because even if you don't win it, it's only $69. It's a pretty damn good deal. Yeah. And they do all kinds of different, different photography. So whatever you're looking for in photography, if you're anywhere near the Portland area, Definitely go to our website, click on that link, and give them a look because they are fantastic at what they do. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Wait, it's Monday. Send us an email. I already said that, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't mind me. I'm eccentric. Don't mind me. Is that how you approach women when you do that? You're like, hey. No, that sounds so. So I took an online test and it said I'm 78% eccentric, 22 and 22% exhilarating. Does that does that work? No, it doesn't. Stop talking. I'll come up with something with it. All right, thanks so thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Stuck on. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.